listening to Plymouth Basketball on WTCA, brought to you by Apius Computers, Bowman's Tin Shop, Coalliance Propane, Coca-Cola, First Federal Savings Bank, Oliver Ford Lincoln, Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, REMC, St. Joe Health Systems, Montgomery Well Drilling, Pilot News, Rochester Orthopedics, MasterTech, TCP, U.S. Granules. Stay tuned. Basketball coming up next. If you're running your own business, you need a professional email address, not one of those freebies. A proper email address is critical in developing your business brand. Talk to the professionals at APS for a complete email package designed around you and your business needs. We offer business class email from Microsoft, Google, and our very own cloud mail solution. Call 574-936-9644 or visit us online at APS.com. That's A-P-H-E-U-S.com. At Bowman's Tin Shop, we are the go-to choice for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs for your home or office. We also offer professional installation and 24-hour emergency services. And of course, we're the metal experts. From custom sheet metal fabrication to installation, we do it all. For service-driven, reliable professionals, contact Bowman's Tin Shop today. It's time for the Commissioner's Corner, an exclusive weekly conversation about Indiana high school sports with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Now for an up-to-the-minute report about what's happening in the constantly changing world of high school sports, here's Coach Bob Lovell with Commissioner Paul Neidig. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. Our weekly conversation with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig, and Commissioner, congratulations to you, your staff, the member institutions, the young men involved in football, their families, the communities. It was, you know, from start to finish in football, it was a fantastic year, and I think it culminated in some of the best-played, dramatic championship games you've had in a while. It was. First of all, hats off to our schools uh, for what they've been able to accomplish. But this year was phenomenal. Uh, we had a lot of parity throughout the state, some mm-hmm. incredible teams. Uh, and then, yeah, we we had a little Thanksgiving then got to Lucas Oil for some games on Friday and Saturday of last week. Three teams had never been there before, mm-hmm. you know, which brings enthusiasm and excitement into the, the facility. But, yeah, they were just great games. Uh, you know, the teams were back and forth. You know, Gibson Southern's down, what, 21, 19. They're down 19. Right. And all of a right. sudden, the the young man that's going to be quarterback at the next level at Purdue turns it on, and he's throwing darts out there. And here comes Gibson Southern right. roaring back. You know, and that was the kind of football we had all weekend. I think you did. You had games that went back and forth. You, you didn't have the lopsided game that you, you know, it just seems that every year there's one or two of those games that um, team gets behind early and out of their game plan and can't get it together playing a really good team. But these were, I thought, six I mean, three really competitive games per day that uh, had a lot of drama. As you point out, Brady Allen doing what he does. But 
there there was an opportunity to showcase some tremendously talented young men who stepped up on the big stage and led their teams to championship, which is what makes this such a lifetime event for them and actually for their communities. You're going to be talking about Brady Allen in Gibson County for a long, long time, quite frankly. For a long time, and I'm going to hear it because that's actually my stomping ground from that area. Right. So uh, a lot of my family went to school at Gibson Southern, so uh, Brady is certainly familiar. But, you know, uh, you think about the game that stood out to me in the other performance was Modern Day and Andre and oh. Oh, going yeah. back and forth. Right. And then the right. young man, number 34, uh, puts the uh, S on the second half. I think the young man's actually going to Notre Dame right. next year. And he just took the game over and, and willed his team to a victory that day. And, you know, those kind of performances, uh, they're just special about uh, high school football and especially high school football in Indiana. You know, and the other thing, they get a chance to you know, play your last – you think about it, you start your season dreaming of playing your last game in Lucas Oil Stadium, and then you get a chance to do it and you win a championship. And so congratulations to them and congratulations to the teams that didn't win. Again, you can – you forever will be able to tell your children, grandchildren, everybody you know, I played my last game yeah. in Lucas Oil Stadium. And – you can't say enough about the Colts and everybody involved. It was a magnificent year because, again, you played over 90% of the scheduled contest in a, in a world that is still ravaged by COVID, not only just around the world, but, you know, here in the United States. And what you've done for two straight years, I think, is unmatched around the, sta- around the country. Well, I appreciate that. And I do think Indiana led the way. Well, when it comes to participation for student athletes in, in a COVID world, you know, and I think that's certainly what we deal with. But, uh, you know, Bob, I'll, I appreciate the kind words about led the way, but man, it was such a team thing. Oh, I've yeah. never done anything yeah. successfully in my life without a great team um, that all had a common goal, and that was Indiana. And uh, I'm just so proud of that uh, and that more than anything else. Mm-hmm. He's the commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Our weekly conversation about all things IHSAA-related. Commissioner, congratulations again. Thank you so much for taking time to be with us and enjoy the week. Thank you, Coach. And again, thank you for what you do uh, for the promotion of student-athletes and giving them a platform to celebrate what they do. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Commissioner's Corner with IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig and Coach Bob Lovell. And thank you for your continued support of the high schools in your community. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought, Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar.
I'm John from Oliver Ford. It seems some businesses expect their customers to do their work, from retail to websites that are anything but helpful. Remember when a tip of the hat conveyed courtesy and respect? At Oliver Ford, we still do. That's why we continue to offer free car washes, free shuttle service, and we'll do the work to find the right vehicle for you. Tired of self-serving businesses making more work for you? Come to Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth, where we still tip our hat to you. We're Plymouth head basketball coach Joel Grindle. Um, wanted to start by, you know, you, you haven't had a huge body of work, but you got a couple of games in now. You got some things to look at and to work on. What do what do you what do you see on film when you look at the past couple of games? Well, I guess where you the first thing you're looking at with, with the group that we have and, and what we're wanting to do is we're we're seeing progress, which. Um, you know that that's that's first and foremost what what we need to be seeing every game is, you know, from half to half to half we keep getting better. Um, our kids, I, I see effort uh, out of our kids. Um, you know, I see I see them um, starting to get what what we're wanting to do. Um, you know, the the difference um, in our effort and our defensive intensity from the uh, half one to half two to three to four has been um, completely different. Um, and and our guys are catching up to the speed and catching up to the stuff that we want them to do. And, you know, let's make a point, too. The first two teams you played are going to be a handful for, <laughs> you know, anybody. I mean. Uh, you can add the third team, too, to that. Right? <laughs> I was going to say, you can tonight, add that tonight as well. ain't going to be any different. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, um I mean, let's, you know, when you look at these guys, you got, we've we played back to back 20 win teams with, uh, at minimum, four starters back. Um, uh, I mean, to, to say that John Glenn and, and Triton are good basketball teams is, is an understatement. Right. You know, they've had coaches there for a real long time. They have their expectations in for a real long time. And, um, you know, those are things that we're, that, that we're just kind of, um, uh, reforming in our program and um, you know uh, things things don't get easier uh, don't get easier tonight as, as you bring in an Argus ball club that's a you know they only won 18 games last year <laughs> and bring and only bring you know bring back four of their five as well so well at least in this case though you you might be getting a little break on a, a first year head coach but then you realize that Michael Edison trained him so well, yeah <laughs> yeah you know there's something about uh sitting around with Michael Edison and uh, you know Jack Edison sure still has his uh, thumbprint up there as well and any time that you can spend with those guys on basketball uh you can't help but get better i mean that's just it's just the way that it is it's just um you know, um, you, you, you're going to learn some things or two, especially, you know, uh, Coach Breeden. Uh, he, he's been kind of one of those workhorses for them for for a long time, not just as a player, but as a, uh, uh, a, a as an assistant coach. Um, you know, you would see him out scouting all the time, and he, he certainly has put in the work to get the opportunity. Um, you know, to be to be where he's at and in in. I'm I'm happy for him and I'm happy for Argus as, as a, you know as a former Argus basketball coach I'm happy that they found a guy as good as as Coach Breed. Well, and they got a few good players too. Why don't you uh, 
tell me about uh, what you see on film because it seems like they got just a little bit of everything, and the guys who do everything can do everything. So yeah, yeah, you know, this is one of those. This is one of those. Uh, this is one of those Argus teams that uh, you know that 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 if you're the coach here and you're you're a fan of Argus that you're salivating for uh, the the uh, the talent uh, on that team is is um, I mean they got they got players and it starts with Michael Richard I mean he is he's he's been one of their guys for a while and you know he can do everything he he's kind of a key to their team he can handle the ball he can shoot he can get to the he can get to the rack I mean he is. I've said this multiple times with multiple uh, players here here lately, but man, he is just a good, good basketball player, and he's really a key to him uh, as he handles the ball so well. And then you got a kid like JJ Morris. I mean, I don't think there's uh, anybody around who wouldn't take a kid who's six uh, six, can handle the ball, play inside, outside, get to the rack. Um, man, he is he is a nice player for them, and those two guys have really carried carried the scoring load this year for him but then you have a at a at a dylan kindig down low who's um a, a big strong more traditional post player um you know six five i mean the size that that argus has uh you know i could just tell i could tell you a few years back i would i, I would have uh, enjoyed some of the size uh, if, if the uh if the uh, shoes were on the other feet so and Kendig does a nice thing. Then you add a, a Jake Stoltz, who's been there for a couple of years, a Teddy Redding, uh, Teddy Reddinger. I mean, those kids have 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 had success in multiple in multiple things and for multiple years, multiple sports. I mean, these these kids are good athletes. You know, they they've had success in soccer, and that stuff that stuff breeds success. And I and I truly think that's one of the reasons that they are that that they've been successful on the basketball. Uh, on the basketball court too is their success in other things, um, and then you know you're bringing a, a, um, the younger Richard off the off the bench, and, and you know he's he's a nice little player as well, and I'm sure Coach Breeden's excited about having him. Well, let's talk about your success. I mean, what are the keys to that tonight? Because you you once again got your hands full. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, first and foremost, it, it, we got we got to take care of basketball. Um, I mean, we got. I think you know last week we talked after the game and and you know we we had just a lot of empty possessions of uh, of those turnovers and, and it's you know it's not necessarily the forced ones it's it's the unforced it's the it's making the low bounce pass instead of a, a quick pass and rifle it is slowing down uh, playing at at a tempo that you that you feel comfortable with and not getting sped up and, and I'll tell you I I think that we can do it we've been working on all those things all all week in practice. So I think uh, uh, us handling the basketball is going to be be first and foremost number one. Uh, we're going to have to come out with a lot of effort and energy again. You know, um, Argus is uh, Argus is coming up with it with a chip on their shoulder. They're you know they they uh, they beat us last year, and I don't, I don't think that they would. You know, I know what it would mean uh, to their program and to their to their community to come up and. and and win at Plymouth, and, and we're going to have to match that intensity uh, with them. Um, and again, we're going to have to we're going to have to then uh, execute our game plan. We're going to have to, uh, you know, as I said, handle the basketball, execute our sets. We're going to have to knock in a shot or two today. Um, you know, uh, it would be nice to shoot higher than twenty seven percent and um, make you feel a whole lot better. If some of those looks that you got went in. So, I think that's where we're going, and we're really going to have to set a tone. Um, 
on their guys. And and to be honest, we could talk all we want to about this offense and uh, and all the and all those things. We got to set a tone on defense and and we got to stop their guys. We got to be solid. We got to challenge everything and then finish everything with the box out because you know they're big and athletic. Well, I'll tell you what, um, finish with a W, and uh, that'll make our postgame talk a lot, lot brighter. Well, that's 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 the pl- that's the plan. So, uh, you know, uh, we're 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 going to focus on the process. We're focusing on every possession. We're focusing on on every quarter. We're going to try to break things down, and and you know, uh, we think if we can stay focused and, and play 32 minutes of Plymouth basketball. Uh, we'll, We'll be happy, and we'll see. We'll see where the chips fall if we can do that. Very good. That's Plymouth head basketball coach Joel Grindle. And stay tuned. We got more coming up. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission. Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. At St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth, you and your loved ones will find some of the most advanced medical services in the region. While St. Joseph's care level is on par with the big city hospitals, they're different in one very significant way. They treat you with genuine, neighborly, small-town warmth from the moment you enter their doors. They know it's sometimes difficult to visit a loved one in the hospital. The goal at St. Joseph's Health System in Plymouth is to make your visit as easy and comfortable as possible. St. Joseph's Health System, Plymouth. And welcome to Plymouth High School. As you can tell, it's basketball time. It's a band in bowl. Oh, what do they call that? Full music? Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, you know, I don't know about it. Ryan Carroll joins me tonight for uh, our game here, Plymouth and Argus. Uh, I don't know how you feel about it. You've been to a couple of games over the years in your life. Right. The band makes a huge difference, doesn't it? I mean, I just can't. Nick Chaney and I talk about that every time. How much difference the band being here makes. I love the live music of the band. I love it. It's it's the high school atmosphere. That's yeah. that's what you want to have. Well, they're here tonight and they're ready to go, all dressed in their referees' uniforms, which I think is, you know, why not? Everybody else in, in the stand should have their referees' uniform on too. That's right. No, that's the way it is. This is going to be a this is going to be an interesting battle. You got a, a two teams that it's the way it's been for one of the first three games. You got two teams at different points. Right. You got. A team that is a veteran team, a team who won a lot of games, has gone deep in the playoffs a couple of years in a row with Argus. Right. Six seniors on that roster. Six seniors on the roster. And and Joel Grimble was talking to me earlier, if anybody was listening to the uh, pregame here with him, he says, well, we're getting it easy tonight. The first two nights we had uh, teams who had won 20 games in sectionals a year before with six returning starters. Tonight we got a team that only won 18 last year with six returning. So 
you got teams going at different spots. Argus is looking at a nice year, a nice run, a great season. Plymouth is looking at what are the answers, and and it's just a completely different situation on either side of the floor. Yeah, you know, the Pilgrims and I, they're, they're going to continue to figure out where we're at as a team and who who plays what roles on that team. Um, we're, you know, two games in. This will be a third, third game into the Grindel era and, and still trying to figure things out. Argus, obviously, six seniors, they, they know what they're doing out here. They, they've got the idea. They know the routine. Um, so just very contrasting styles tonight. Jason Breeden is the first-year head coach of Argus. He takes over for, I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame yet, but he will be. Jordan Lawson uh, from a year ago. And uh, so Jason in his first year, but as I talked with Joel a little bit earlier, he's a Michael Edison protege. So he's, he's been around some basketball minds. Right, and you'll see, I'm sure it's going to be kind of similar styles here with, with those backgrounds of, of you know, those kind of offense that you're going to see that offense, you're going to see that defense on both sides. And um, it's kind of going to be fun to see who can, can outmaster the other in their first season. Tibino Valley was the first victim of the Dragons the other night. It was basically first team to 30 wins the other night. With that one, I think that shows you like I don't think Valley wants to get out in a, in that kind of a game with anybody. I think Argus is going to be perfectly fine sitting in a half court and saying, yeah, okay, we're, we're happy with that. We yeah, can do that. You're going to see uh, both teams probably that are going to want to run a lot of set offensive uh, plays here in the half court and probably not a whole lot of running up and down the court on this night. Defense, I think, will be the big thing tonight, and, and that's where both teams start. I mean, you can talk about offense all you want with a Plymouth team or uh, with Argus, but it's got to start with your defense. Yeah, and I think you know you'll you'll see uh you'll see the Plymouth team kind of mix it up a little bit on occasion. You know, I think Coach Grendel likes to to change up some things on makes and misses, and they'll run some different defenses on that. Um, just kind of throw some different things at you so the other team does get comfortable. Well, you know Plymouth isn't going to get comfortable. We need to run down a couple of names here for you from Argus. And if you look at their roster, anybody who has watched an Argus athletic event in the last five years knows every one of these kids. They have all gone deep in the uh, – almost every one of them is a soccer player. Absolutely. And we know what they've done the last three years in soccer. So you've got a lot of experience, tournament experience, high-pressure experience – with almost every one of these guys. And then you get a guy like J.J. Morris. He's pretty much a basketball-only guy. Yeah. He's 6'6". Six, six. So you think, yeah. well, yeah, he's a post guy. That He's not a, your typical post. He is going to – he will play point guard at times. He'll pop out and hit the three. He'll put his back to the basket and body you up and, and, and you know, uh, come to the block. But, you know, he can do pretty much anything at 6'6". Six, six. He is a matchup nightmare. Yeah, you know, you run down that list and you just look at look at the height on that list. Yeah. You got Morris at six six. You got the younger Stoltz boy; he's a freshman at six four. Um, you got Ken Dig at six five. Um, just height all up and down that lineup right there. And with Morris, the athleticism really makes it go for him. He was a really good player a year ago. He's only gotten better. Now we got to talk about the other guy. And you know, if they had a Kaiser Award at Argus, Michael Richard would probably win it. He is 
He's been a starter on the – well, I'm not sure about starter, but he has played a lot of minutes on this basketball floor for Argus since he was a freshman. He has been an impact player in soccer almost from the first time he walked on the grass. You're talking about a guy who is incredibly athletic, incredibly competitive, and just darn good at pretty much anything he does. Yeah, he's and he's just competitor, really good kid. Um, I do get to know some of these kids from – um, you know, in the previous job, I used to work down there with him and, and covering as the athletic trainer. But um, my wife teaching there, I got to kind of know some of the boys, too. And, um, you know, we get to see – it's going to be fun seeing kids I know on both sides play the game tonight. We're going to see his younger brother as well. Sean Richard will get some time. He is a nice role player. As you mentioned, Dylan Kindig, very big and very, very good around the basket. At times – his feet don't move as well as they need to. And so if he can make that happen this year, he's going to have an outstanding year. He is a matchup problem, mainly because not only is he 6'5", he's a low. I mean, he is a very physically strong young man. Yeah, and he's going to, you know, he, he again, we're going to have trouble matching up with those guys. He, you get your big guy on him, and then you got two other guys that are just as big that, that you got to match up with, with somebody from our team that, that's going to give up a couple inches. Of course, we haven't even mentioned Jake Stoltz, who is an outstanding player, can do pretty much anything he wants. We haven't mentioned uh, 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 Redinger, Ted Redinger. Why can I forget him? Ted Redinger as well. So you got – there's a lot of firepower there. It's going to be a very big task tonight. Yeah, so, you know, the Pilgrims are going to look at trying to get get them out of their rhythm. You know, they got to figure out what what Argus is trying to do uh, defensively. Switch it up, um, make them not feel comfortable out there. On the Plymouth side, you saw Easton Strain maybe showing that he's kind of shaken off that injury. He's been hobbled early. I know that before the Glenn game, I'm not sure he had more than two or three practices, full practices right. with the team. So he is trying to come off of that. And he had showed some signs of life the other night, with a, kind of, with a double-double. Right. that. Uh, Tanner Feast is always going to be Tanner Feast. Michael Seeley is a guy who they really need to step out and do some things underneath. And he is enormously talented, enormously capable. Yeah, you're going to see, you know, he's he's going to have to body up on some of those guys. He's he's our force underneath, and, and he's going to have to, you know, the more physical he can play, probably the better it's going to be for us uh, underneath the basket. And we also have to mention the... Davis Ray has been kind of a conundrum here in the early going. All you hear from the coaches is about his unbelievable work over the summer. He's really put the time in to be a better player. Right. But he seems still a little bit tentative, like he's almost not sure of where he's at. And he needs to come out of that and be, be the guy they need him to be. Right. One of these times, it's it's just going to click for him. And as soon as it clicks for him, you're going to see a big shift in his confidence level, um, just the way he handles himself and the way he controls a basketball game. I was going to say, you've seen that as much as me. And where it's going to happen, you don't know. But there's right. that one moment where click and everything. Yep. Oh, that's the way it's going. And you'll know as soon as it happens. Yeah, because yeah, there'll be about 20 or 30 points on the board <laughs> if it happens. So, um, we... <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I guess we're going to go over the starting lineups here. Uh, usually we do the, uh, do the, uh, hey, I'm off my game, man. I, I got to adjust. Threw you off here. Get a 30 second timeout here. We can discuss it. Uh, 
we're going to uh, we're going to get our starting lineups here. Let, let's take a thirty second break. We'll be right back. We'll listen to Bullock basketball on WTCA. Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than forty years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible, and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Well, it's not just our home opener, I guess. Yeah, we're throwing you for a loop here, Austin. I think everybody's throwing me for a loop here. We announced the artist's uh, Bench players, they did announce the Arkansas starting lineup. I don't know if we've done something a little bit different here. I mean, I we can tell you who it is. Uh, obviously, Dylan Kendi will be one of those starters down underneath. You'll have Jake Stoltz as another one. Michael Richard. Oh, now they're going to come now on. We're okay. going. Michael Richard, J.J. Morris, Jake Stoltz, Ted Redinger, and Dylan Kendi. Now we're going to go back to the starting lineup. <laughs> you know there was going to be a twins, didn't you? Yeah, it's always something, isn't it? Uh, as we talked about, Davis Ray will be one of the guards for Plymouth. Also, Kobe Walters will be out there. Easton Strain uh, as one of the wings. Tanner Peace out there with him. And then in the middle, it is going to be Michael Sheely. And uh, as we said, it's going to be a night when you need uh, you're going to need Davis to step up. You're going to need Sheely to step up. You're going to need Easton to do what Easton can do. And hopefully he is uh, recovering from that injury and he'll be able to provide that. So while we figure out what just went on, uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, I think they're going to do the national anthem, but Noble, please stand by. We may call you back. <laughs> so you're listening to Plymouth Basketball on WTCA. Hi, I'm John Oliver. We love our customers, and we work hard to prove it every day. Buy a car? Get free car washes for the life of that car. When your car needs service, we provide a new loaner at no charge. Plus, we give you a complimentary alignment check each time we service your car. That increases tire life. And when you do need tires, we sell them at the lowest price guaranteed. Feel the love at Oliver Ford Lincoln and Plymouth. know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. 
Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronback and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to accept the and welcome back to Plymouth uh, High School. Rusty Nixon with Ryan Carroll. As we're about to jump it up, it will be J.J. Morris against Michael Seeley at the center jump. And we're underway. Plymouth keeps it. Davis Ray will have control. And we are underway. Strain has it as Feast top of the key. Plymouth working quickly all the way over to the right side to Walters. Now Ray being guarded by Richards. Tries to get past the free throw line. Takes it to the paint. And he'll be fouled on the way there. Well, let's see who they give it to. <coughs> Looks like that's going to be 32 on Redinger right there. Redinger will get his first. It's a good hard drive to the basket. That's what they need Ray Davis right to do. He just really needs to attack the rim. Now Feast with a quick pass into Ray on the block. Turn shoots. Rolls it in, Davis Ray, for the first bucket of the game. Makes it 2 to nothing, Plummer. I think you'll see a lot of that. We we definitely are one of the teams that really try to score out of uh, out-of-bounds plays. Pass by Morris gets knocked away. Redinger will recover it. Zargas starts the offense. Jake Stoltz being guarded up by Strain. Kicks it to Morris coming off a screen. Nothing but net. That was a pretty jump shot. Morris has two. We're tied to two just underway here in the first period. Plymouth and Argus. Davis Ray has strain on the wing. He'll look for a cutter. Finds Feast. Sheely over the right side. Gets it to Walters. Now Ray back top of the key out near the volleyball line. Gets it to Feast at the free throw line. Strain on the baseline. Kicks to Walters in the corner. Kobe! And that's uh, Kobe's role right there. You know, he's he's going to be that guy. When you get that ball underneath, you get a kick out for, for a shot like that. And then Michael Richard just takes it to the basket on the other end. So, it is 5-4 to four Plymouth. Walters with a nice look in that corner, and he had his feet set and buried it. And then Richard just takes it to the other end. Now, Walters cut off on the baseline. Sheely way out away from the basket. Kendig on him. Has Feast rotating in on that corner. Now Strain. Walter. Ray with a three. Off the back of the rim. Rebound knocked around. Almost knocked in. And Stoltz. It'll be a foul on Easton Strain right there over the back on Stoltz. Nice rebound. Five to four, we're just underway here. Richard takes it down in the corner. It's stolen Ray. by Ray. Stolen by Ray. He'll go to the block to the basket, puts it up, no good. Rebound will come down to Kendig. Argus will have it back the other way. Morris thinks about the three, kicks it to Stoltz instead in the corner. Back to Morris, free throw line. Richard will take the left hander from the Right corner buries a three. And Argus is out in front, seven to five. And Walters on the ensuing possession 
has it go out of bounds. And so the first Plymouth turnover will give it back to Argus. Uh, good defense by uh, Morris right there causing that turnover. 5.20 to play in the first, a 7-5 Argus lead. Stoltz, Kendig now, top of the key. Looking for somebody in the middle. Good cut by Morris right to the bucket, lays it in. J.J. Morris used that screen perfectly. 9-5, Argus. Davis Ray, volleyball line, cut off by Richard. Both teams really doing a good job moving the ball around. Ray with a look at three. No good. Rebound on the floor. A lot of bodies down there with it, and Ray's going to come out of there with it. Kobe with a shot. No good. And Seeley with the rebound. He'll take it back to the paint. Spin move. Kicks it to Strain. So Sheely keeps it alive for Plymouth. Strain goes into the paint, lays it in. It's a different Plymouth team here tonight. Yeah, good hard move by Easton right there to get to the rim. Redinger on the baseline, and now Strain's going to get a foul. It's his second now. That is not good news. So you see uh, two quick ones. Plymouth's game plan really looks like he's trying to attack the basket, uh, get in the lane, get some open shots. Lob into Morris. He can't hit it, and Strain will come away with it. Easton will bring it across himself. He's another one of those players. He can be a matchup problem with his size and strength. He still can play point. Ray with a look at three. No good. Morris comes away with his first rebound. Brings it across himself. Ray takes it away from him. And now he has to find some help. He'll get it from Sheely. But Ray with a steal. And we'll have it back the other way. Tanner Feast. Back to Ray out near the timeline, about the ball line. Plymouth's going to settle it down here a little bit, getting a set offense. 9 to 7, 347 to play. Block, it goes to strain, turns, goes to the bucket, has it knocked away. And Stoltz will pick it up. Comes back into the corner until Richard throws it away. So now the Dragons have two turnovers. 9 to 7, Argus, 337 to play in the first period. Strain will take a seat. You almost have to right here with the two fouls. Kind of protect him a little bit here. Lennon Creek Bomb will come on for him. That's not good news to see Easton Strain on the bench. Ray with Richard on him. Spins, goes to the block, goes to the rim, can't hit it. Sheely with the rebound, has Creek Bomb. Now look for Feast at the top of the key. Nothing but net. And her Feast with a three. Again, good attacking the basket. Um, you want those shots, those three-pointers when they're going inside out. You don't want them going from out to in. Kendig gets it on the block, takes it to the bucket. Nice move by Dylan Kendig on the pass from Stoltz. And it is 11-10, Argus. Ray to Feast. Now top of the key, Sheely has Ray on the left side. Feast back top of the key. Now Kobe Walters takes it to the block on the right side. Nothing there. Sheely with it, top of the key. Kicks it into the corner to Walters. Tries the baseline. will bring it back out. Now Ray with it now in the volleyball line. Walters off a screen, bodied up by Stoltz. Now Sheely with it. Defeast. Plymouth in that open offense. Anybody who's played here knows what I'm talking about. Now Kobe will drop it back out to the timeline. Stoltz will come out and get him. 
He'll take it to the block. Lays it up and in. Kobe Walters with a bucket on the drive. Makes it 12-11 Plymouth. Richard Morris over to Redinger. He'll drive to the block on the left side. Kicks it to Kendi. His 10-footer no good. Davis Ray with a rebound. Quick pass up to Creekbaum on the right side. He'll hit the trailing Sheely. Takes it to Walters in the left corner. Now back to Creekbaum. Gets a cutter feast out near the volleyball line on the left wing. Sheely will come out and take it from him. Now over for Ray with a wide open look at three. Nothing but net. That's a good read on a cut and screen right there by Ray and the passer. Um, saw that the guy jumped over top of that and did a flare screen and, and was open for the three. 15-11, minute 17. To the baseline, Stultz kicks it to Redding or Morris from top of the key. Boom. J.J. Morris. You give him a two or a three on that. Uh, I didn't see we'll it. That out. We'll count them up at the end of the quarter, which will be in a minute. Davis Ray, 15-14 to score Plymouth. Sheely. It's a cutter. Walters alone in the right side. Misses everything. Comes down to Morris. They'll bring it up to Richard, and now they'll sort it out. Set something up. 40 seconds. Richard kicks it in the corner. Morris with a wide open look. Can't hit it. And Feast will come away with that board. 15-14 Plymouth. 28 seconds in the first period. It'll be Walters. Feast will throw it right side to Ray. He'll bring it out near the volleyball line. Pull it out to the 10-second line. He'll give it to Creekbaum now. He's waiting for a cutter. Gives it back to Ray. Richard on Ray. Top of the key. Tries the paint. Cut off. Now he'll try it again. Takes it up from the block. No good. Rebound to Stultz. His long launch is nowhere close. And so we have played one quarter of basketball. And Plymouth leads this one 15 to 14. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. It's Plymouth Basketball on WTCA. If you're running your own business, you need a professional email address, not one of those freebies. A proper email address is critical in developing your business brand. Talk to the professionals at AFIUS for a complete email package designed around you and your business needs. We offer business class email from Microsoft, Google, and our very own cloud mail solution. Call 574-936-9644 or visit us online at aphius.com. That's A-P-H-E-U-S.com. At Bowman's Tin Shop, we are the go-to choice for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs for your home or office. We also offer professional installation and 24-hour emergency services. And of course, we're the metal experts. From custom sheet metal fabrication to installation, we do it all. For service-driven, reliable professionals, contact Bowman's Tin Shop today. Rusty Nixon with Ryan Carroll here at Plymouth High School. 15-14 to 14 our score. We start the second quarter, and Argus will have it in out of bounds. They trail it by one. Michael Richard will take that pass. Working on Ray, he'll go to the right side. Gives it up to Sean Richard. Top of the key to Redinger. Richard on the 
I'm going to have to say Sean and Michael again. I love those brother combos. Oh, yeah. They're fun to try to tell people who's got the ball. Morris tries to make some room, cut off by Fees. Redinger takes it to the baseline cut off. Sean to Michael. Shot fake, goes in for the shot. It misses it. Kending all alone with the rebound in the bucket. Dylan Kending with his fourth point and his second rebound makes it 16-15 Argus. This started in the second quarter. Plymouth with the basketball. Ray guarded by Kendig at the top of the key. He'll get Feast at the free throw line. Ray goes to the bucket. He gets fouled on the way. That's going to be on Michael Richard. That'll be his first. That's a good backdoor cut right there. Question becomes, when is it safe to bring Easton Strain back onto the floor? I think as long as it's close, Rusty. I don't know that you're going to see him. I, <laughs> I would agree with you. You don't want to risk him fouling out of this thing at least very early. Right. Ray misses the first free throw. He'll get the second one. Pretty good spirited uh, student section over at the Plymouth side. Ray hits the second one. There's a nice crowd here. Yeah, good crowd tonight. Richard brings it across. Michael in the corner to Redinger. Baseline drive. It's cut off. They're going to get a foul down there. I think it's going to be on Creek Bomb. What is the night? There's a lot of students over there. You know, it's a cowboy night over oh, there. Cowboy. So. Well, that's why everybody's here. Yeah. Got to wear your cowboy yeah, get gear. Get your cowboy gear out. We had to go buy a cowboy hat for my former exchange student so she could well, participate tonight. Oh, Michael Richard. Inbound pass to Redinger. He gave it right back to him, and Michael just parries it from three. 19-16 now. 6.52 to play in the second. Kobe Walters, shot fake. Now gives it to the Creek Bomb. Over to Ray. His shot for three. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth here. Everybody's got an answer for everybody else, it looks like. Ray has nine now. Richard to Sean. Kendig looking for somebody on a cut. Can't get anybody open. He'll hand it back to Michael. He'll think about the three, and he'll take it. Bang! Boy, he had, what, six inches of breath there? Yeah, maybe. Now he steals the pass. Shows you what he can do. Quick throw up to Morris and roll it in. Michael Richard can take a game on his shoulders. That's just a good play right there. He was everything for the last two, and it's 24-19 now. Turn and look by Feast. He'll try the baseline. I think we're going to get a foul here as Redinger kind of held him. You know, and I say this all the time. You ever, ever see a player who actually committed a foul? I don't think it's ever happened. So every time that whistle blows and you're the one they're pointing to. I think they've scouted that play pretty well. We tried the lob passing lane right there, and they were on it. Somebody should have scouted Ray with a three-pointer all alone out there on the deflection. And his bucket makes it 24-22 Argus. Richard, Sean in the corner. Kendig over to Morris. He'll turn and face. He'll take the three off the front of the rim. Rebound to Ray. Plymouth will have it back. They trail it by two. Now Feast looking for a cutter. He can't find one. He'll have to dribble it and give it up to Creek Bomb. Right side off the screen. Kobe. Three for him. Makes it 25-24 Plymouth. 
offensively, both sides just, you know, making good cuts, making good screens, getting the job done. Redinger with a miss on the three, rebound by Sean Richard. Shot is wide. It goes out of bounds. It'll belong to Plymouth. So 25-24. Caden Elry will come on, and Creek Bomb will sit down. 4.57 in the half. Plymouth leads by one. Davis Ray, will, Davis, Davis Ray will bring it across. Cheatley looking in the middle. He'll have Feast cutting through. Feast with a good bucket over the double team. Tanner Feast with his fifth point. 27-24 Plymouth. Pilgrim's getting back into getting in the lane. We had gotten away from that last few possessions. And a nice little set offense right there to get, get a point. Redinger, right side, Michael Richard, out of Kendig. Morris, top of the key, dribbling, looking for somebody. Finds Richard on the screen. Bang. Left-handed jumper. That is his fourth three. Assist to Morris. It is 27-all, 409. A lot of three-pointers here tonight. A lot of shooting. A lot of shooting. Haven't seen that so far this year. Pass goes to Ellery on the block. He'll spin, takes Morris down low. He'll block it. Richard will come away with it. He'll bring it up quickly. Michael Richard on the left side. He'll back it out. Has Redinger top of the key looking to the right side. He'll give it back to Michael. Michael held up a little by Ellery. He'll back in, pull out, go back in. Redinger with the rebound on the missed shot. Ray will come out with it, and he's picked from behind. As once again, guess who? Michael Richard. Michael Richard right there. So Gargas will have it back. We're tied at 27, 324 in the half. Directing traffic, Morris now takes the baseline. Double team, steps back, shoots the jumper. Ellery with the rebound for Plymouth. And they'll have a chance to take the lead here. Kobe Walters in the left corner, guarded by Sean Richard. Davis Ray at the volleyball line, drives the paint, takes it up and in. I think it's clicked. I was going to say, we, we were talking about that click. And it's click, click, boom right now. <laughs> as Davis Ray again. That is 9, 10, 14 points in the first half for Davis Ray. Michael Richard kills his dribble, needs to hand it to Redinger. Kicks it to Sean. Michael coming off the screen on the baseline. He'll bring it back out, direct some traffic. Kendig, top of the key. Right side to Redinger. He'll try baseline. Double team. Looking for help. Gets it from Morris. He'll put it in. J.J. Morris turns and fires. 29 all. Plymouth with the basketball. 2-16 to play here in the first half. Davis with ball top of the key here. Passes over to Tanner. Beast in the corner to Kobe. Ellery loses a handle. He'll have to give it up to Ray. He'll step back. He'll shoot the three. Misses everything. And it'll be out of bounds. It'll belong to Argus. Well, I tell you, this is not the same Plymouth team that you saw on Tuesday. Not even close. Right. Something has clicked with everybody at this point. Well, you get a couple games in under your belt. You get to watch that film. You know, you get a lot of learning that happens from film. That, that people don't realize that. You get two games under your belt to be able to watch. Uh, you learn a couple things. That's what I always thought was the most useful tool is 
I got older and finally went into coaching. This film is invaluable. Double dribble on that. Turnover for Argus, just their third. And Sean Richard got hung up. So it's still 29 all, minute 43 to play in this one. Zane Lark on the floor now. He's another one. You don't dare give him a chance to set his feet or it's going to go down. Off the screen, Ellery turns and faces. Nowhere to go. Tanner Fee has Ray off a pick. Left corner, he'll back it out. He's going to bring it all the way out to the timeline. Started over with Sheely. He'll try to drive block, spin move in the paint. Can't make it fall. And the rebound comes down to Redinger. There'll be a foul. And get Ellery for the foul there. Caden Ellery's another one who's got a very bright future. Only a freshman. I like the way he plays. I do too, and I got to be honest with you, it is rare to find a freshman. I don't think people quite understand the change in intensity and speed from an eighth grade game to a varsity game in high school. It's an enormous jump. Right side, Sean, looking for a cutter. Going to get Michael trying to do it. Now we're going to uh, understand what that's about. They're going to make Jason Preeton go back to the bench. I don't, I don't know. He wasn't. He might have strayed a little too far maybe. past the towards half court there. Maybe. maybe. Not sure you stopped the game for that necessarily. I, I was going to say, that's like, you know, no harm there. I don't actually. know. Well, you know, you and I, we're just too chill. Yeah. Not too many things. I feel like that's a, as I come back down the court the next time, I talk to him about it. <laughs> Richard with a long three, no good. Peace with a rebound. Flip with the back. Zane Lark on the right side. Looking for a cutter, has creep bomb. Turns and faces Redinger. His pass knocked away by Michael Richard. He's going to try to go to the bucket. He does, but Peace wisely commits the foul and will make him shoot free throws to get the points. Richard is just that kind of a player. He's very dynamic. He's very athletic. And in in spurts, he can literally carry you for moments in a game, no matter what the game is. First one is no good. Yeah, just all out competitor. Gives you everything he's got all all the time. You're not going to see him take a playoff. And savvy. He'll pick his spots, too, which makes him a little more dangerous in my mind because you're questioning yourself whether he's going to jump on this, and then he doesn't. And that one is no good. Michael Sheely goes clear to the third row trying to keep it in bounds, and it's going to be Plymouth basketball. Yeah, or no, it's, it's going to stay Argus uh, ball. So Richard misses his two free throws. Creek Bomb will come back on for Ray. Well-deserved break for Dave Schreiner. You can probably get him out here the last 34 seconds, get, get another extra minute of half time. Pass comes in to Michael Richard. He'll dribble it to the left side, directing traffic. He'll back it out. 28 seconds. Argus may be content just to play for one here. St. Lark trying to dig it out. Morris with the pass, dangerously near the timeline. Tanner Fees all over. Now Sean Richard. Tries a baseline, double teamed in the corner, gives it up to Kendig, who now has nowhere to go. And it's going to have to take a timeout from Argus to save the possession. Sean Richard dribbled that into the corner, gave it up to Kendig, and there was nobody there to help him. 
Yeah, it's a good trap. That's that's kind of the game plan. You know, you, anytime you get a ball in the corner, you want to trap that thing. 9.6 seconds to play. We're tied at 29. Huffman Electric is a complete electric company that's doing electricity. They can install it, troubleshoot it, and fix it. Huffman Electric offers free estimates when you need them for residential, commercial, or industrial service. Give them a call at 574-953-8601. Tied at 29, 9.6 and a half. Argus will have it out, and that's a terrible place to try to put a ball in play, too. Right down there where the corners meet. Yeah, that's not much you can do from there. Kicks it to Morris out on the left wing. Six seconds. His drive cut off. Richard gets it in peace. He'll advise foul here. That'll be number two on him. He just wasn't quite quick enough to the ball. He's trying to go get a loose ball. Uh, Richard just got there a little bit quicker. Got there faster. So Argus will have it back in with four seconds. Michael Richard, double team, baseline, dribbles it out of bounds. I think it's going to belong to Plymouth. It will with .7 seconds. So the turnover is number four for Argus. And Plymouth with .7 seconds. And then Tanner Feast. Got to get your fingers on top of that, Tanner. And now Argus is going to get that ball all the way back there again. That might have ended up if that... Now, if the guy hadn't caught it, that might have ended up in the second deck. I think so. He's picked up some uh, velocity on that fastball since yeah. last spring. A little wild, though. Well, <laughs> point seven <laughs> comes in, and it's intercepted by Creekbaum, but he can't do much with it other than just toss it to the other side. So we played one half of basketball, and we are tied at 29. Listen to Plymouth basketball on WTCA in Plymouth. We'll take a break. We come back. We'll have our halftime show. I am play four. I need a little break. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialists Larry Falsich or Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. 
When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. Larry Falstich. NMLS 399950. Gina Howell. NMLS 399951. I'm John from Oliver Ford. It seems some businesses expect their customers to do their work. From retail to websites that are anything but helpful. Remember when a tip of the hat conveyed courtesy and respect? At Oliver Ford, we still do. That's why we continue to offer free car washes, free shuttle service, and we'll do the work to find the right vehicle for you. Tired of self-serving businesses making more work for you? Come to Oliver Ford Lincoln and Plymouth, where we still tip our hat to you. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Brian Carroll. Maybe the highlight of his game is these two girls here at halftime. Yeah, they're getting after it. Showing off their tumbling skills. It's like one-upsmanship. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's very very encouraged by the home fans over there in the student section. It's fun to see. (laughs) It's just fun. We're tied at 29. That's fun, too. That is fun. It's been a really good basketball game so far. It has been, and I, I just have to say, having seen both the games this week, I, this is not even the same, not even close to the same team we've seen for two games. It is absolutely, entirely different. Uh, basically, because two guys have really come to play. Kobe Walters, they've been looking for that spot-up shooting from him all year long. Absolutely. And then Davis Ray has just, yeah, like we talked about in the pregame, when the light goes on, uh, it's going on, at least for a half. Now you got to make that last throughout the whole game. But he has 14 points, a couple of rebounds. He has been. He's been the game so far for Plymouth. Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see the adjustments both coaches make here. Um, you know, you Argus is going to have to figure out somehow to control Ray. Um, you're going to have Strain coming back here in the second half. You expect maybe a little more involvement from him uh, throughout this half. And like we talked about earlier, we, as long as it was close, we didn't think we were going to see him. And we definitely didn't see him come back in with those two fouls. He uh, somehow managed to get five points in that first half. And then we're all in the first quarter as he got two quick fouls in quarter number one, had to take the seat. So uh, we will hopefully be able to see a lot more of him in the second half. So far as uh, Argus is concerned, this is really kind of an interesting thing. If you're watching the little side shows going on, Michael Richard with 14 points as well, two steals, two assists. It's basically they're guarding each other. It's Ray and Richard just trying to one-up each other almost as they go back and forth in the yeah, a little bit of one-upsmanship here. Just who's going to outlast the other? Um, I don't know. I think you'll see that a little bit more in the second half. One of them's going to – they're just going to keep battling it out. J.J. Morris is somebody they probably want to see a little more out. He did have a three and six, so nine points for him. But most of them – actually, all but one of those buckets was in the first quarter, just a couple of rebounds. Dylan Kendig has been a force in the middle, a couple of rebounds, a couple of buckets. But uh, right now, Plymouth looking really good as we head into the second half. 
Yeah, and I think offensively, uh, we're doing the things that we want to do. We're, we're running when we can run it. We're getting some really good screens and cuts. And I think that's the one thing you're going to see more out of uh, this Plymouth offense as the year goes on is how to read those screens and the way the defense is playing you and where that cut needs to go. Um, we're doing a really good job of it tonight. If, if they're jumping the, the pass, we're running a flare screen. Uh, if they're trailing, we're doing a curl. Um, we've worked really hard on that, it looks like, and, and just that knowledge of, of how to play against that defense, um, it, it's benefited us well today. And we have talked about that before uh, at various times over the years about how, you know, there is a definite technique to coming off a screen. Absolutely. Not just in, not just in do, just doing the screen, but you got to know how to, to use that screen as the other player. Right, and that's, that's hard to teach sometimes, especially at the younger ages. Um, you know, I've, I've worked with some of our younger kids. My son's in, in sixth grade, and I helped coach some of those teams when they were younger. And, you know, trying to get the nuances of screening and cutting and, and what to look for, and, and that's difficult. Oh, oh no. no. Easton's down. Came out of the locker room. Easton Strain went to the floor almost immediately in warm-ups. He is in a lot of pain. So they will have to attend to him. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back to find out what's going on here. 29 all halftime for the ice cream. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission, Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. Now, just as we were talking about how we were hoping to see a lot more of him in the second half, we didn't want to see more that way. Easton Strain came out to the, uh, the opening warm-ups, and I didn't, wasn't watching him specifically, but pretty much as soon as they got to the floor, he hit right. the ground in a lot of pain. Yeah, grabbing that ankle. He is now in the trainer's room. I'm going to be really surprised if we see him again. Actually, he's right down here. They're attending to him right down in the uh, area. He's got some – well, you're the trainer. Look, at he's moving his leg. Is that is that a good sign or a bad sign? Well, he's moving it. I, I can't tell. <laughs> I could tell you if I was over there. I can't tell you from this far away. So it looks like he may even give it a try. I'm not sure. But uh, – we're about ready to start the second half. Tied at 29. And that would be a big loss if he cannot return. I know uh, his presence makes a difference, not just in scoring. His rebounding skills, his ability to to give a matchup problem because he can handle the ball. He can play point guard if he had to. Right. Matter of fact, they've discussed that sometimes, making him the point guard. Because you want the... Uh, Obviously, you want your best player to have the ball in his hands as much as possible, and they can't get any more than that. Absolutely. But, uh, 
He's going to be attended to on the sideline while the teams get ready. 29-29. Argus has got to feel a little bit shocked here. Because this is, I mean, you couldn't have prepared for this. You could have seen every second of every film there is on this Plymouth team. Right. And not one second would look like anything that what we've seen tonight. Yeah, you Nothing that we've done the first two games is shown up on on the gameplay today. Um, you know, you try to talk about taking things away through film and, and scouting the other team, and nothing they could have prepared for. Um, the way Davis has played today, um, the, the amount of ball movement that we've had, uh, team play that we've had. Uh, That's the thing. You're not seeing any standing around. That's what you saw in the first couple of games. There's a pass forced inside. Kendig had the handle for a moment, but it got knocked out of bounds by a good hustle play by Tanner Feast. But now Argus will have it back. So a turnover on the first possession. That's been the other bugaboo this year. 12 or 13 turnovers in the first quarter in the first two games. We've got six in the entire game right now. Now we've got... <laughs> we got a TV timeout on the floor. Yeah, here. TV timeout. We had a little girl just walk right through the middle of the game. So, uh, you know, we'll make sure like, she, she gets to her seat safely. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> I'm sitting over here. I'm just going to walk straight over the shortest distance between two points. Straight line. Straight line. Now the ball on the floor. Feast will come away with a turnover for Vargas. Davis Ray will bring it back across. I don't know why. It just feels like a weird night. A lot of strange things going on. Now we got a whistle away from the ball. Looks like it's going to be a legal screen on Kobe, probably. It's going to be on Walters. That'll be his first. Still tied at 29. We're just underway in the third period, 726. Now the clock hasn't started. His clock still hasn't started. It still hasn't started. It's going to be a long game. And now it finally starts. Gindig with it. Now Richard will try the drive cut off. He'll get it to Redinger looking for Gindig on the block. Can't find him. Morris, quick pass back to Stultz. Double team. Morris gets it back, drives to the paint. He'll draw the foul. That's the other thing too. There's no, I'm, we talk. I talk about standing around on offense. There's no standing around on defense tonight either. No, we we almost had a good trap down there. The the young Ellery fellow, he got up off of his feet, and you don't want to see him do that. Um, gave uh, the Argus players a split between the two and the trap, and and they got some offense out of it. Morris at the free throw line. He'll hit the first. He said he's probably somebody that the Dragons would love to see a little more offensive production out of this half. Yeah, I would think he was kind of a focus of how are we going to get that man the ball a little bit more. The second one is good, but I'm sure he was on the scouting report for the white team, too. Yeah. I'm sure he and Michael Richard were both a big part of that scouting report. 31-29, Argus is the lead now. Sheely tries to extend a pass in there on the block to Feast. It's kicked. Looking down in the corner over there, looks like we retaped uh, an ankle down there. I'm probably going to test him out, see if he can go. Uh, hopefully, uh, Strain can get back in the game here. Now, uh, Davis Ray with it on the right side, top of the key to Thies. 
Ellery on the left wing looking inside. Has Sheely coming off a screen at the top of the key. Ray guarded up by Richard. Ellery off the screen. He has Morris on him. Pass goes to Kobe. Walters will drive it to the right side. Kicks it. Sheely now looking for a cutter. Get it to Walters off the feast screen. Now Kobe will take it back to the middle. Ellery on the left side. Feast top of the key. Plymouth content to just run their offense here. Sheely needs help. He's in the lane for three seconds. He got caught in there with the one foot. Couldn't do anything. Nobody got open. So the turnover will be number seven for Plymouth. And Argus has a chance to extend their lead. Yeah, he thought he had a backdoor pass. It got him kind of taken away. Um, once that happened, he, you know, with the loss of his dribble, he didn't have anywhere to go with the ball. Trap at midcourt causes a deflected pass, and Ellery will come away with a steal. Plymouth will come back the other way. Kobe Walters with it on the right side. Now off a of screen, Ray will dribble it into the paint, back it out, take it back in. Puts it in. They're going to count it. And we're going to get a foul on the way. So Davis with a chance at the three-point play. Yeah, good, strong move by Davis Ray right there. Redinger will pick up his third foul. That is a big one. Redinger not a huge offensive threat, but he's that enforcer. Right. Very physical, very good defensive player. Ray hits the first one, the only one. Three-point play, 32-31, now Plymouth. Michael Richard has Morris posting up. He'll take it to the block. And I guess probably was a topic of discussion as well at halftime for Argus. Is that let's get J.J. the ball and let right. him drive to the basket because there's nobody that can stop him. Especially uh, matchup dependent. He had Walters on him right there. Gives up quite a bit of height. Um, he gets the ball against Kobe. I think you're going to see that more often. And he is a good shooter. Free throw goes in. That's his third free throw so far in the half. He's got 12 points on the night. 32-32. Next one is nothing but net. 33-32 now Argus. 5.23 to play in the third. Davis Ray brings it across. As Walters on the right side turns and faces. He'll give it up to Sheely. Now all the way over to the left corner to Ellery. Finds Ray off a pick out near the free throw line. He'll back it out. Feast now at the volleyball line. Turns and faces. Goes to the paint. Draws the defense. Gives it to Sealy. And he'll hit the bucket. And he'll have a chance at a three-point play. It's a great pass by Feast right there. Tanner Feast created that play. He drove the lane knowing the defense would come to him. Left Sheely all alone on that baseline. For that layup and the uh, chance of a three-point player. Rusty, the key to that pass is it's it's through defenders, so it has to be a bounce pass. Yeah. It has to be a low bounce yes. pass. You can't bounce it high. It's going to hit somebody's hands and get away from them. Um, you hear Coach Grandel talk about that when he's talking to his kids, too. Low bounce pass. Get it on close to the ground. They're easy to catch, too. Sheely misses the uh, shot, and Morris comes away with a rebound. Now Redinger on the left wing. He'll hit Stoltz off a pick. Spin move. Jumper from the top of the key. It's a two-pointer. Good move by Jake. He'll put it in. It's 35-34 Argus. 
Walters off the screen. No good off the back of the rim. Rebound kept alive. Peace. He's having an outstanding game, too. You're not going to read it in any statistic, but he is making a lot of things happen. Right, you know, tip balls, tip passes. The pass right there, drawing the defense, getting the assist, keeping rebounds alive. He's having a great game. 35-34. Red air. Looking into the middle. He'll dribble at top of the key. Has it to Morris. Corner to Richard. He'll take the three. Off the front of the rim, Kobe Walters with the rebound. He'll push the issue to the block, to the rim. Lays it up and good. Kobe Walters for the rebound distance. Block to block. Now Richard will go block to block. Can't get it to fall. Walters with a rebound. A good move by Kobe down there at that. Uh, used his body to get into the defender. Sheely out at the free throw line. Walter, he'll say, but he got away with the travel there, but the whistle did happen. Yeah. Came off that screen, took too many steps. 340. 346 to play in the third. 36-35 Plymouth. Argus with the basketball. Michael Richard, double team. Passes it to Stoltz. Almost lost the handle. Gives it up to Kendig on the block. All the way around Richard at the free throw line. Now Morris for a three off the front of the rim. Redinger keeps it alive, gets the rebound, and they'll have another shot at it. Michael Richard now. Fans obviously want a foul. Now Stoltz will get it. He'll travel. Sixth turnover for Argus. 36-35, Plymouth with the lead. They'll bring it in in front of the band. And Davis Ray will bring it across. And for the cutter, Walters. And give it up to Feast. Top of the key. Wahoo just got that pass threaded in there with Kobe. And he knew it. The minute he started to do it, it was like, what in the world am I thinking about? Nine turnovers now as Walters double dribbles. Just a couple of young mistakes there. He, you know that we had a cutter coming up to the top. Argus jumped that jumped that passing lane, and he wasn't able to do anything with it after that. I tell you what, his play tonight has got to make a lot of people happy. Morris down on the baseline lays it up, and he'll roll it in. JJ Morris just by force of will makes that happen. Davis Ray up quickly. Walters on the block has it stripped by Stoltz. Whistle, we're going to get a foul, I believe, on Sheely. Stoltz with a good defensive play gets the steal. And Argus will have it back. But Kobe Walters, for the first couple of games, has been, well, for one of a better, he's been invisible pretty much. Yeah. And he is far from invisible right now. He's having an outstanding game. He's being a little bit more aggressive. Uh, you know, aggressive mistake right there, but you take aggressive mistakes rather than oh, yeah. passive mistakes. Without question. 37-36. Argus with a chance to extend their lead. Stoltz with Sheely on him has Kendig. Now Michael Richard has it. Strangely, he and Ray have been kind of quiet in the third period here. Zane Lark on the floor for Plymouth. Guarding up Redinger. Now Morris gets it in the top of the key. That's a little bit too aggressive on that pass. I think mean, it's going to go on Ray. Pace has slowed a little bit from the first half. 
Well, you know, you got to play at a pace you're comfortable with. Plymouth doesn't mind playing. You know, it's funny. Plymouth doesn't mind playing defense. Everybody else does. But some right. reason Plymouth players don't. Richard into the paint. Corner it goes to Redinger. Trying to get the ball to Morris on the block. He'll take it down low. Kick it to him for a three. Off the front of the rim. Sheely with the rebound. Plymouth with a chance to cut into the lead here. Take the lead themselves. Ray dribbles it all the way back out to the volleyball line. Has Lark off a screen. Feast, top of the key to Sheely. Looking for Lark off the screen. Gets it, shoots it. Off the front of the rim. Rebound to Kindig. 37-36 still. Argus with a one-point lead. Michael Richard. Stultz off the screen. Goes to the paint. Shoots the 15-footer. No good. Rebound contested, and Kindig's going to get a foul. A good box out there by, by Feast and... And Creek Bomb right there. I think we're both, you know, boxing him out right there. Ellery's going to come on. Peace will take a little bit of a break. Probably once again, he's probably not going to come off the floor again, so you want to get him about a minute or so to rest mm-hmm. before you head to that final quarter because we have one fifteen to play in the third. Ray looking for somebody to move. He'll get it to Ellery on the left wing. Creek bomb, top of the key, turns and faces. Now has Lark. Content to stand there and wait for the defense to come and get him. 55 seconds. Ellery now to Creek bomb, top of the key. They'll have to get rid of it. He gets it to Sheely on the right side. 45 seconds. Sheely needs help. Killed his dribble. Now we're going to get a timeout, and it's going to be a full timeout. 41 seconds in the third, full timeout. Plymouth will take a break as well. It's Plymouth basketball on WTCA. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission. Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Ryan Carroll as we head to the 41 final seconds of quarter number three. I almost forgot. You want to... uh, Shoot us a text, 574-307-6647. Let us know where you're listening from. Be glad to give you a shout-out. 574-307-6647. Pass comes in for Plymouth out of the timeout. It's Davis Ray looking for Lark off the screen on the right side. He gets it. Turn and face, looking for room to drive. Nothing there. Kills his dribble and needs help. Gets it to Ellery. Now, Ray will take it all the way out at the timeline. They'll start again. 22 seconds. They'll spread it out. Looks like they're going to play for one shot. As long as nobody's going to come out and guard Davis, he's going to stand there and dribble it. 
Now he has to move. Nine seconds. Ellery top of the key. Ray off the screen. Dribbles to the paint. Has a shot blocked. Rebound a freak bomb as time runs out. His shot is no good. So dangerous one there. Plymouth not able to get anything, but no points for Argus either. So our final for the third still has the Dragons in the lead by one at 37-36. Be back with the final eight right after this. At St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth, you and your loved ones will find some of the most advanced medical services in the region. While St. Joseph's care level is on par with the big city hospitals, they're different in one very significant way. They treat you with genuine, neighborly, small-town warmth from the moment you enter their doors. They know it's sometimes difficult to visit a loved one in the hospital. The goal at St. Joseph's Health System in Plymouth is to make your visit as easy and comfortable as possible. St. Joseph's Health System, Plymouth. Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible, and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. It'll be Argus Ball here to start the third quarter. They lead at 37-36. Rusty Nixon with Bryant Carroll. We're not going to see Easton Strain again tonight. His shoe is off. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, uh, he's got some be, ice on the ankle down there. He'll be sitting for the rest of the night, so we will not see him. I don't know what happened there, but he had to do some maintenance on the rim down there. on that. I think the pad was off side. on the bottom of it. I'm not even going to say it because I'm kind of curious as to what weird thing is going to happen next. It's been one of those nights. Second half's been weird, second half. Yes. Everything was pretty smooth the first half. Now, you know, we're struggling with losing a player during warm-ups and all kinds of things falling off the backboard. (laughs) Kids running across the floor. Doing handsprings for 10 minutes. Shot from Stultz on the way. No good. Rebound comes down to Sheely. And Plymouth will have it back trying to get a lead. 37-36, Zane Lark to Creekbaum. Now Sheely off the screen. Ray for a look at three. Misses it. And they're going to be a foul on Michael Richard, who, like I said, who, me? What? I didn't do it. <laughs> now he's trying to plead his case to his coach. Jason Breen down. I know. I know. I never committed a foul either. <laughs> it's just part of the game. Part of the game. Shot up by oh, Ray. This is everything. So he is two of four from the line tonight. He'll get the second one here. Actually, get two more. He was shooting a three. That one right there. For one. Dan, uh, Tanner Feast coming back. Sean Richard will come on. Ellery sits down. So it's Creek Bomb, Ray, Sheely, Feast, and Lark for Plymouth. Mike, Sean, Richard, both of them on the floor. Kendig, Redinger, and J.J. Morris gets the rebound there on the missed free throw. His fourth of the night, and we're tied at 37. 
Michael Smith Richard. Looks like we're running some kind of a trapping defense here. And uh, that's an unforced error as a travel call. As J.J. Morris tried to take the pass and make a move to the bucket. And it'll stay tied at 37. Plymouth will have it back. 7-13 to play in this one. Davis Ray to the bucket. Lays it up. No good. Morris will take the rebound, but you'll take that out of Davis. That's a good shot. It's a good take. That's a little too hard off the rim right there. Redinger dribbles it off his leg. And Morris will come up with it, and he'll back up, go up, and get the foul. It's going to be three on Sheely. That could be big as well. So Sheely with his third foul. And that will put Morris at the line. We talked about him having a little more production. Well, he's doing just that. Second half, that is point number eight. He's had four rebounds as well in this half. 38-37. 39-37 as Morris hits both of them. He's perfect from the line, and Plymouth will bring it across at 6.50 to play. Ray, she off the uh, screen. Lark will come off a pick, top of the key. Nothing there. He'll direct traffic, takes it into the free throw line, kicks it to Sheely on the block. Pocket pick by Sean Richard. Richard with a steal. It's the 11th Plymouth turnover. Michael Richard brings it down to the block to the baseline. Throws up the left-handed runner. No good. And Peace will come away with the rebound. Ray will bring it across. Goes to the paint. Goes up to the rim. What a play by Davis Ray. Good move. Davis Ray goes to the bucket with authority, and he is looking good. Timeout by Plymouth with 6.14 to play. We are tied at 39. We'll be right back. Want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Ryan Carroll. We're tied at 39, 6.14 to play in the fourth quarter. If you're looking for new flooring in the Plymouth area, visit Artisan Flooring on North Michigan Street. They offer the newest looks, large selection, and it's in stock. They're voted best of Marshall County five years in a row. Residential or commercial, call Artisan Flooring, 574-540-2184. Argus will have it out. They'll have to go the distance of the floor. As Plymouth had a timeout, Joel Grindle wanted to set something up. Looks like that trap defense you're talking about, Ryan. Looks like a one-two-two kind of trap, or maybe a matchup. It is floating around. A matchup zone here. Now, well, Richard doesn't worry about it. He just takes it to the bucket and misses the layup, though. And now Sheely. Oh, he saw another one where he said, what was I thinking? Jumps in the air thinking he was going to have a pass. and Argus picked up full court right there. Yep. Didn't have a pass. So Sheely with a turnover. 
And Plymouth will knock the inbound pass away. Lennon Creekbaum jumps in front of Morris. J.J. Morris having a big second half for Argus. Richard gets it, gets it right back, throws the three. I think he's practiced that once in a while. Yeah, we've seen that play a couple times, I think. Five threes tonight for Michael Richard. 42-39. Argus leads it. Zane Lark being guarded by Richard. He'll move it back to the middle of the floor. Pass to Tanner Feast coming off the screen, Ray. He'll take it baseline, looking for help, kicks to Sheely. He'll give it to Lark. Shot fake, takes it down to the left side. Now he'll pull it out, wait for help. Sheely comes out to the free throw line, dribbles to the block, puts up the left-handed shot, no good. And Richard will come away with a rebound. That's that's not the shot for Sheely right there. He tried to force one up, uh, tried to bang around with, with Kendig right there a little bit. Just not the shot you want to see out of out of. Him right there. Tried to shield him with his body, but just couldn't get a look. Now, quick pass underneath Redinger all by himself. He'll hit it in. Michael Richard just waited for that to develop, hit him with the pass. And Redinger has his first bucket of the night. It makes it 44-39. St. Lark, shot fake, gives it up to uh, Creekbaum. He'll take the 15-footer. He'll bury it. And then Creekbaum answers. 44-41, Argus. 4.30 to play. Lark guarding Richard. Gives it up over to brother Sean. Now Michael has it back with Lark on him. Pass to Morris back near the volleyball line. He's guarded by Thies. Beats him. Gets to the paint. Triple team. Kicks it to Sean. Now in the corner to Kendig. They'll go back out top. Sean looking for his brother, Michael, to come across on the pick. He wasn't there. Now give it back to him in the middle. Argus is going to be okay to kind of try to control the basketball here. They've got Plymouth in the bonus situation. Um, Time's on Argus' side. Fouls are on Argus' side. Uh, I think you're just going to see him try to control control the ball a little bit. Zane Lark with a steal on a bad pass. He'll lay it in. Zane Lark with a steal in the bucket. And it's 44-43 now. Argus with a one-point lead. St. Lark is a great story. Talk about a kid who has worked for every last thing he's got. And he is making the most of it. Got to get a foul here as Creekbaum tries to take the ball away from Morris. But Zane is uh, being rewarded for hard work right now with some playing time, and he's making the most of it with a steal and a bucket there. And even more importantly, and I'm sure more coach noticed it a little more, was the defense he was playing on Michael Richard the last two times down the floor as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. That's what makes you notice him, too. He'll go to the bench now as Kobe Walters comes back. Ellery comes back. Morris's shot is nothing but net. This is part of Morris's game. He doesn't mind shooting free throws. He'll shoot as many of them as you'll let him shoot. One of those players who realizes that you can draw fouls easily by taking the ball to the basket and then right. just shoot 15 footers on him. That one good. This guy named Kevin Stuckmeyer used to do that a little bit. A couple times. He's done that a few times. 46 43. Ray. Feast off the pick. Picks up his foot and it'll be a turnover. 
Yeah, he kind of hopped into that one. You know, you, you teach the, the spin move kind of right there and, and pivot on that foot, but he kind of hopped into it and then took another step. So now Argus with a chance to extend this lead. They have a three-point one, 46-43. Sean back to Michael out near the timeline. Walter's on him. Pass to Morris. He'll turn and face. Goes to the paint. Triple team. Backs it out. Gets it back to Michael. He'll try the paint. Double team. Backs it out. Dribbling at the volleyball line. Waiting for a cutter. He'll find brother Sean. Back to Michael. Walter's all over him. Ellard reaches in. Now Richard tries to drive. Nothing there. They'll just kick it out and start again. Sean Richard gets into the middle. Kicks it back out. This is very similar to that old four-corner offense. That is. Pass goes to Kendig way out near the timeline. He'll pass it to Sean Richard all alone. Goes to the basket. Has it knocked away. And Ray picks the pocket of Redinger. Redinger had it. And Ray just snuck in behind him with a hustle play. Takes it to the bucket, and it's 46-45. I've got uh, Argus... You know, Sean got a, a little too involved right there, kind of forced one in, and they were doing a good job working the ball, but he kind of forced it in there. Uh, we were able to knock it away a little bit. And, uh, just the speed on Davis Ray to get that. I mean, I think he was one dribble yeah. and two steps up the court for a layup. It was a loose ball that Redinger went to and easily had, but he did not notice that behind him, Davis Ray had that on his mind from – the moment he saw the ball there, he could sneak in behind and pick his pocket. He did just that and took it all the way to the basket. So you're seeing the Davis Ray that we've been told was out there. And he's showing it tonight. 2-12 to play, 46-45. Comes in, J.J. Morris has people all over him, goes to the bucket, lays it in, Morris. Just takes it on himself, 48-45 now. Kobe Walters, top of the key, dribbling. Looking for some help, goes up, throws it up. No good. Kendig with the rebound, being manhandled there by Walters. And it's going to be a jump ball call. That's not going to make anybody happy in black. I think maybe uh, officials are kind of swallowing the whistle on both sides over here. Well, Walter's going to come and sit down. Lark will come back to the floor. Minute 50 to play, 48-45. Comes into Lark. Three-point lead for Argus. Ellery looking into the middle, nothing there. He'll kick it to Ray on the right side. He'll guard, guarded by Sean Richard. He'll get a little bit too much body trying to cut him off on the baseline. He'll belong to Plymouth. But Richard will pick up the foul. The physicality of the game has picked up quite a bit over the last couple minutes. It certainly has. 141 to play. Plymouth will have it in. They trail by three. Lark off the screen. Ray passes up the shot. Gives it to Creekbaum. He thought about it. Takes it baseline. Misses it. Rebound to Feast. His pass comes in. It's stolen by Kendall. And now Ellery going to pick up a foul. East did a nice job of sneaking in there and taking that rebound away, but as he was coming in, 
was falling out of bounds, had to throw it back, and Kendig was able to take it away, and he will go to the free throw line now, shooting one and one. One twenty-seven to play. Kendig will be at the line. Argus of a three-point lead. Kendig's first shot is no good. Tanner Feast will come away with it. Five rebounds for him. Ray to Feast. Shot fake from way outside. Now he already comes out and gets it. Walters off the screen. Being guarded by Richard. Creek bomb to Ray. Morris on him. Ray will take it to the bucket. Lay it in. Davis Ray with another one. 48-47. A minute two. Michael Richard to J.J. Morris. When the trail's by one. Cross court to Michael Richard. Loses the handle. Finds it. 50 seconds. Richard. Triple team. And... Timeout to Argus there before the ball is knocked away. That's a full timeout. We'll take a quick break as well. We have 46 seconds to play. 47, uh, 48-47, Argus with the lead back after this. TCP, the complete printer at 1920 Jim New Drive in Plymouth, offers 30-plus years of experience printing for individuals, businesses, and corporations. TCP can personalize stationary business cards, pamphlets, brochures, and more with custom designs and layouts. TCP is the area's full-service four-color printer, offering quality offset and letterpress printing. Whether you need invitations, forms, tickets, small or large quantities of digital copies in black and white or color, the complete printer... TCP in Plymouth is the right choice. There's only one way to repair your vehicles. That's the right way. Take your cars and trucks to the master, Master Tech in Plymouth. They do it all. Brakes, oil changes, tune-up, and transmissions. Take it to the master, Master Tech on Western Avenue in Plymouth. One-point Argus lead here with 46 seconds to play. Timeout by Jason Green there to save the possession as Michael Richard was triple teamed and then had the ball knocked away, but not before they could get a timeout. So now they'll have it in right in front of their bench. It's Sean Richard, J.J. Morris, Michael Richard, Kendig, and Redinger on the floor for Argus. Feast, Ellery, Ray, Creekbaum, and Sheely for Plymouth. Double teamed by Richard again. He'll get it into the corner to Redinger. Back to Richard. Plymouth overplaying. They want to trap. Sean Richard has Kendig in the middle. Morris all alone just lays it up. Kendig just waited for him to come free, passing the ball, and J.J. Morris with a bucket. 50-47, 22 seconds to play. We have a whistle and a timeout. I think that's going to be on Plymouth. Yeah, Coach Graham is going to get one right there. He's going to take a full timeout. We'll keep it here, I'll tell you. <laughs> We mentioned J.J. Morris. I got a feeling somebody said something about it at halftime, too. Does he have all but two or three points, uh, Argus' points in the second half? Help me look that up. Okay, Stoltz has a two-point basket. Michael Richard has a three-point basket. Ted Redinger has a two-point basket. Everything else, J.J. Morris. 
So, that's um, over the last two quarters. So, yeah, he's had tw- 21 points, yeah, and seven of them belong to other people. So, <laughs> 14 points in the second half. He's had a good half. Let's just put it that way. And I have a feeling that was probably a topic of discussion. Look, he hasn't touched the ball enough. We've got to get the ball in his hands right. a little bit. You know what Michael Richard can do. You know what Morris can do. And the other guys have been good facilitators of that. They see those guys. They know when they're coming. That's what a veteran team does. They know what the other guy's going to do. Like there, he knew that Morris was just going to come free on the screen, waited for it, and got him the ball. <laughs> Let's see what Joel Grindle drew up in the huddle there. You got to get something uh, looking ball side here for Ray uh, for a three-point shot. He's got it right there. The defender falls down, and he buries it. Davis Ray ties it at 50. 13 seconds to play. Michael Richard triple teamed, and that's going to be a foul. Davis Ray tried to sneak in behind him. And let's see when they sort it out. Joel Grindle was down there trying to get an explanation. I think we're going to have Ray with a foul. And in a tie ball game with 10 seconds left, Michael Richard will be there trying to give Argus the lead. It's going to be on 34. Caden Ellery. I I didn't really even see him in the play. Oh, no, they're going to give it to Ray now. That's his second. I think Coach Grendel is questioning the uh, excessive after the foul contact that's happening down now. Richard buries the first one. 51-50, 10 seconds to play. That's not a foul you want to see committed right there. Either. That's no. a tie game. It's yep. not like you're losing. Well, you don't especially wanna, you don't want to put him at the line. Nope. Second one is up. It's off the front of the rim. Tanner Feast of the rebound. He'll get it to Ray across the timeline to the paint. Throws it up. No good. Rebound to Sean Richard. Ray went all the way to the bucket. A little bit out of control. If he jump stops there, he probably nails that. Yeah, I think so. He's uh, you know, he's trying to draw contact as well. Make a play. Draw contact. Get to the line. Um, Argus only a five-team foul, so they got a foul to give. Um so Sean Richard with a big rebound. And he'll go to the line to try to make it more than one. He'll hit the first one. Makes it 52-50 with two seconds left in this one. You have 10 seconds left. Ray got the ball and saw an open lane to the bucket and almost got there. Second one, no good. Seeley with the rebound. And... Uh, Joel Grindle going to call a timeout with 1.5 seconds left. So here's the scenario, Russell. You got one and a half seconds left. Argus has a foul to give. Plymouth's obviously going to have to go full court here. It's going to be a full court pass. You know, if you get the ball in the backcourt, Argus is going to foul right away. You have that foul to give. It's going to cost you a whole second probably. Right. Um, so you got to look to push that ball up the court, uh, get a full court pass, something off of a back screen probably. Um, you have a dribble yeah. with one second left and, and then a shot. So, um, you know, you got to get something going towards the basket on our half of the court um, so they can't use that foul to, to waste time. And I'm kind of interested, although not terribly. I thought maybe Tanner Fees would be the one throwing this in. 
but he can actually shoot the basketball a little right. bit. So you want to put the other guy with a great arm. Well, who else but Lennon Creek Bomb right. going to trigger it in. Jack Barron used to throw these. Oh, he's a quarterback. What else is he going to do? Right. Let's see what Lennon will do. He's a quarterback, too. Up quickly and right into the hands of Sean Richard. And so that'll end this one. Argus has a few tough moments there, but they hang on to win this one, 52 to 50. And that is loss number three for Plummet to start the year. Argus will move to two and one. Hard-fought game, and I'll tell you what, the one thing you come away with here, that is not the same team we saw Tuesday night, even close. Yeah, no. Big night for Plummet, even though they come away without a win here. We're going to take a break and we come back. Eventually, we'll be able to talk with the head coach of the Plummet Pilgrims, Joel Grindle. Stay tuned. It's WTCA in Plummet Pilgrim Basketball. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. If you're running your own business, you need a professional email address, not one of those freebies. A proper email address is critical in developing your business brand. Talk to the professionals at AFIUS for a complete email package designed around you and your business needs. We offer business class email from Microsoft, Google, and our very own cloud mail solution. Call 574-936-9644 or visit us online at AFIUS.com. That's A-P-H-E-U-S dot com. At Bowman's Tin Shop, we are the go-to choice for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs for your home or office. We also offer professional installation and 24-hour emergency services. And of course, we're the metal experts. From custom sheet metal fabrication to installation, we do it all. For service-driven, reliable professionals, contact Bowman's Tin Shop today. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. It did. We're back at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon with you, along with Ryan Carroll, where we've watched the Pilgrims come away with a loss here to Argus, 52-50. to 50. I know it's going to – I've said it 40 times here before we even get to it. This is a completely different team, and a lot of it, because like we were talking about in the pregame, when's the light going to go on for Davis Ray? And I think tonight – at least, at least you got 60 watts out of the 100, I think. Absolutely, yeah. It was an outstanding night for him. Kobe Walters showed up in a big way. Uh, your role players all showed up in a big way. Just a lot of things 
you never feel good after a lot. I can't. I can't believe there's no moral victories. There's no moral victories. No right? moral there's victory. no moral yeah. victories. You know, I've, I've lived with a guy for a lot of years. You say the only thing you learn from losing is how to lose. But at the same time, you look at this and think about where you were 48 hours ago right. and where you are right now. You feel a lot better if you're on that, that Plymouth sideline and you're coaching that team. It was just a completely different team tonight. Yeah, you know, you. The improvement is what you're oh, looking yeah. at, you know, Drastic improvement tonight. Improvement. Um, and you want to keep that improvement going. You, there's no moral victories. You know, we, we don't want to say, hey, that was, that's a, that's, it's never a good loss. No. Right? It's never a good loss. Never. But you did improve today. You did have, you did show signs of um, basketball knowledge and basketball skill and, and doing the things that the coaches have taught you to do. And, um, you know, that. You look at that as a positive coming out of this game. Well, you've coached. I've coached. You see a game like that tonight, and you think, you know, maybe they did hear something I said in practice. Right. Because this is what they've been wanting to see from day one. And now it seems, I mean, if you're coaching on the side, okay, well, you're starting to get it. Let's take a bigger bite. Let's push it a little further. Yeah, and, you, you know, I, I hope Easton's going to be able to come back. Yeah. Uh, you know, that you don't want to see that situation, but. You know, how much could he have helped in that second half yep. uh, against J.J. Uh, uh, Morris and, and being able to guard him? Um, that kid had an amazing second half, kind of took that game over there. Um, Richard with the first half that he had. Um, Ray, you know, he's kind of the guy we had to have for both halves. You get pretty tired doing that. If you got to be the guy for two halves, you get pretty tired doing that. So, um, you know, kind of – he played as hard as he could, I think, all all four quarters. And um, just the effort tonight right. that you saw out of the Plymouth team is that, right. that's a positive going forward. Morris ends the night with, let me count these up. My math skills aren't the best. 15 and 8 is what? 20, 23. 23 points on the night. And <clears throat> let's count this up. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10 of those. Nope, 10, 12, 14 of those in the second half. Yeah, 14 in the second half. Along with five rebounds. So, you know, they they did a better job of getting him the ball in positions where he could do something with it in that second half. I'm sure that was designed. Plymouth, on the other hand, you mentioned strain. Not only making a difference in this game as, as you come down, but think of it this way, too. You did that without him. Right. So you're showing that even without arguably one of your best two or at least two or three players mm-hmm. unable to perform, you still were in a game like this with a team like this. Yeah, and that, that just, you know, that's going to build that depth. It's going to build uh, your program as much as you can uh, for the rest of the season, um, knowing that you don't have to rely on guys. You know, when Easton comes back and he's healthy, he's going to have a bad night one night. Now you know that those guys on the bench are going to be able to back him up. Well, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see as we go down the uh, road here how much improvement you're going to make. I know Joel talked about it in the pregame about we got better every half, every single half we've gotten better this year. Now we got to take that next jump, and it, it's clear they took that next jump tonight. It was a, an outstanding game for Plymouth, um, and like I said, this Argus team did nothing to make me think they aren't as good as I thought they were coming in either. No, absolutely. They that's going to be a very good basketball team. Um, they're going to win a lot of games this year. They're going to make a good tournament push. 
they have everything you need to have at that at that division um, to make a good run in the tournament. And they're going to have to have all that too because Triton's in that Triton's same right section. There too. Also. You know, they got they're going to see each other at some point in sectional play as well as the regular season. You know, and and if you're on that side of the ball, I'm. What's going through my head is how much do I want to show Triton in the regular season? Right. It's not a conference game. Do I want to bring out all the stops or do I want to maybe keep a couple of cards close to my best when we play during the regular season? I don't know. Well, it's not going to matter. The way the way films passed around, you, <laughs> right. you do what you do, and every team's going to know what you do, and every team's going to try to figure out how to stop it. And it's hard to stop a team that has four or five guys that can score the basketball. It's hard to do that, but it's also, you know, it's harder when you execute. I mean, you can know everything somebody's going to do, every move they're going to make, everything they're going to do. If they execute it anyway, you know, it, it's right. still extremely difficult to stop. Let's run down some scoring here. Uh, we'll start for Argus. Michael Richard had five three-pointers. And uh, one for three from the free throw line. He had 15, 17, 18. One, 17 plus one is 18, right? Yep, 17 right. plus one what is 18. What did we say? 20. <laughs> 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 you, you, you got the science degree. I, I don't know. J.J. Uh, Morris, what did we say? 23 with him? 23. Uh, Jake Stoltz had a bucket for two. That's a guy that you held down. He usually can score some points. Ted Renniger with a bucket for two. Sean Richard was one for two from the line for one point. Dylan Kindig had a couple of buckets for four. He also had four rebounds. Morris had five rebounds to lead Argus. On the Plumas side, Tanner Fees had five points, but he had six rebounds. I'd like to see his deflections. I would like to see, I mean, yeah, hustle plays. he did a lot of things that will not show up in the score column, but he did get six rebounds to lead the Pilgrims. Zane Lark had a bucket for two. Lennon Creekbaum had a bucket for two. Kobe Walters, a couple of threes, a couple of baskets. So he ends the night with um, uh, 6-10. So he's in double figures for the first time. Davis Ray. Okay, this is going to take some real math skills. Four times three is what, 12? 14, 15, and 12 is 20. Seven? 27. 27 points like. for Davis Ray by my count. These are unofficial, believe me. Uh, Easton Strain had five before he left. And then uh, Michael Sheely with a bucket, but he also had five boards. So a um, lot of very positive things come out of this. Plymouth with the loss, they'll go to 0-3. They ended the night with 13 turnovers. Argus had nine. So... Uh, uh, our final score here, 50-52 to 52. here in just a second. We're going to be joined by Plymouth Head Basketball Coach Joel Grindle. Um, I know uh, Ryan and I were talking as you were coming up here. There's no such thing as, as a moral victory. No. I mean, a loss is a loss, but you got to feel better going home tonight than you did 48 hours ago. Well, I mean, I don't I guess this one. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. This. Well, here's what I told the guys in. Um, you know, our kids, every single kid out there, let's talk both teams, uh, left the, left it out there on the, yeah. on the floor. Um, Argus is a really, really good basketball team. Um, you know, that's eight, that's an 18 win ball club from last year, bringing their, their, 
majority, you know, four, four starters. And it's like a, I don't know. I feel like it's the, uh, like, it, like it's the same, the same thing every, every time. Um, that's a really good ball club. Um, and it was a heck of a basketball game. Uh, first and foremost, the, the crowd was amazing. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, you just, for, I guess I just want to say thanks for everybody who came out, both sides, both teams. Um, kids, kids deserve it. Both teams deserve to have fans out and watch them, and they should be coming out. I hope, hopefully, we gave a performance that uh, we get somebody to come back and watch us again because we had a heck of a crowd. Um, I mean, kids were getting after it, and uh, it's just one of those things. It, it, last play, you know, it was it was right down to the wire. Right. So. We were talking in the pregame about, you know, and we, I've heard from you, I've heard from the others on the coaching staff about how, you know, all the work that Davis has put in during the summer and yeah. all the things that he, and how much better he had made himself through hard work. And uh, Ryan and I both were like, well, basically it's when does that light kick on? When is it going to, when is that going to, hey, I can do it. I think the light came on at least a little bit tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was certain, there was certain, there was certain effort. There was certain, I mean, he had a, I don't, I don't know how many points I haven't looked at it, but he, he did, he did things that, that we need Davis Ray to, to play. If Davis Ray plays like that, uh, we have a chance. If, I mean, we need that from him every night, every game. Um, as Davis is a good basketball player. Yeah. And tonight he was going against a good basketball player, and and it's, you know, as I said, there they made one more play than us, and that was that was the uh, that was the tale of the game is one they made one more play. One thing I I would imagine you're going to be happy with when you look at film is it didn't, especially in the Glenn game, but it's trying to it changed a little bit, but standing around on offense and on defense, there was defense intensity. I think was a lot better tonight. Yeah. Um, you know, we, 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 it was, it was, we, we moved. It looked like, it looked like a, it looked like a, what a basketball, what a basketball game is supposed to look like with guys cutting and moving and talking on defense and things. And our defense certainly was uh, far from perfect. We're certainly a work in progress. Our offense was certainly uh, far from perfect, but, we, but we did things in spurts. Um, you know, it, it, in, a, in a close game like this, we could go back and analyze every single possession. There was just a possession here, a possession there where we took a quick shot. We dribbled in from the top of the key into four guys and took a dr- turned it over. Or, or and, and in a one possession game, you know, I'm yeah. <laughs> you said I'm going to go to bed feeling a lot better. I'm going to be analyzing that uh, all night. So here's the bottom line. I'm. I, if our kids come out and play like that and they play with the effort and the intensity, good things are going to come for our kids. Um, th- that's what we need to do uh, in our basketball program. That's what we need to do. Kids need to do that in school. Kids need to do that in life. Everybody needs to play with that type of effort and intensity. Uh, we just got to shore up a few little loose, little loose ends, some little, some short little ties. And then we got to, uh, you know, we're going to have to come back and be really ready. We're, we're coming back in it in, in to get ready and win a max next. And uh, they're, they're a ball club that's had, you know, has had kids with a lot of success in, in other sports. You know, they, they're an undefeated football team and they have four all conference football players on their basketball team. Um, 
that's what we're going to deal with. And, and again, they haven't had the basket, maybe the basketball success, but they're, but they're kids that are winners. And, you know, quite frankly, right now we got to get down and we just got to make a winning play. Um, our, and our kids got to believe that they can do it. And our kids, we just, we just got to do that. And, and we will, it's yeah. just a matter of, it's a matter of getting there. And if we play like we did tonight, we'll have a shot in a lot of basketball games. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll see if that Winnipeg game. We'll see. Uh, let's take the next step up. All right. Thank Go you very much. Again, we appreciate what you guys do and appreciate all the fans that came out. Thank Thanks. You. Joel Grindle with us here at uh, Plymouth as we've watched the uh, Pilgrims fall by a score of 52 to 50. Uh, Ryan, I want to thank you for coming and joining me here for tonight. Um, thank you, Rusty. It's always, uh, always nice to have somebody else to take over when I'm Hacking up a lung. Yeah, I did Less my than, best. I, I see. I didn't want to tell you this. The only reason I wanted you here was in case I needed somebody to resuscitate me. Right. As the game went on, so that's the reason well, I. I'm asked. glad I didn't have to be utilized. No, so. but you know how to use that defibrillator, so I'm kind of. I'm kind of. I was hoping that you know have have you right here, so take care of me. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, anyway, thank you for joining me, uh, Noble. You got to learn to use a defibrillator. That's the bottom line. We got to get you skilled on that. I got to say, I, you know, I know Joe and, and I live with coaches. I was a coach. And that thing about how, you know, the sun is just as bright. No, it's not. I mean, when you lose it, the sun isn't as bright. Food doesn't taste as good, right. but that's why you got better because that's the way you go after it. And he'll go home tonight and he'll look at film and he'll obsess over everything that went on. Absolutely. But that's how your team gets better because you, you make that commitment to do it. And obviously his players are listening. Obviously, Maybe they're doing the same thing. Here's the good news, Rusty. You can go through that film tonight, and Coach Grinnell said a couple plays here or there, and that's all it was. Yeah. You can point out yeah. four plays that happened tonight in this basketball game, four shots that went up too early, uh, a couple turnovers that, that were ill-advised turnovers, and you can specifically talk about those four things and make your team better for the next basketball yeah. game. Well, yeah, you're not having, you're not saying, okay, well, for this 10 minute run, right. <laughs> it's like this play, this play, if we can move that, you got it. That is a good point. But anyway, we're going to uh, get out of here yeah. um, and let everybody, uh, let Noble go home, and get his beauty sleep. I'm sure he's got a lot planned for tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, once again, thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you asking. Final score here, Argus 52, Plymouth 50. Uh, thank you to Noble back at the studio. Especially thank you to you for listening. Don't forget, we'll have Coach's Corner tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. So uh, tune in for that. Have yourselves a great weekend. You've been listening to Plymouth Basketball on WTCA, brought to you by Avius Computers, Bowman's Tin Shop, Co-Alliance Propane, Coca-Cola, First Federal Savings Bank, Oliver Ford, Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, Marshall County REMC, St. Joe Health Systems, Montgomery Well Drilling, Pilot News, Rochester Orthopedics, Master Tech, TCP, and U.S. Granules. The proceeding has been a production of WTCA Sports.